0: want to give a little bit of a summary of the night of the long knives and how that relates to the story that you are telling yeah yeah so basically hitler as we've talked about hitler and the nazis come to power in 1933 for a long time there's this sort of supposition that maybe nazis won't be so bad for queer people for gay men in particular this sort of links up with this myth of the gay fascist that has endured even up until today. Um, as we sort of talked about, there are you know, persistent rumors that Hitler's gay. But Ernst Röhm, who's the head of the Stormtroopers, the SA, these are the people who wear brown shirts, which is why Nazism is associated with the color brown. Ernst Röhm is a gay man. Um, this is well known. It becomes a political scandal in 1932, right before the Nazis take power. And essentially, the essay um, for various reasons, become more of a liability uh, to Hitler once he's in power. These are sort of the rabble rousers. Many of them are more working class. They have sort of different political goals than most of the Nazi elite do. They much more believe in sort of the socialism part of national socialism. So anyway, they become a liability. Uh, and various other sort of Nazi-aligned elites put pressure on Hitler to um, essentially bring them to heel, to to uh, get rid of Röhm and his allies in the party. Uh, and so on June 30th of 1934, Hitler basically orders a sweeping purge of Röhm, other leaders of the SA, and other conservative leaders who might potentially put up resistance to Nazi rule. Uh, Röhm is basically imprisoned in Dachau in the concentration camp, and is um, a Browning with a single bullet is left in his cell, and he's essentially told, Hitler wants you to commit suicide. And Röhm says no, and so his jailers come in and shoot him to death. So that's sort of briefly the the Night of the Long Knives, and this relates to the history of queerness in Nazi Germany, and modern Germany, in that Hitler then uses Ruhm's sexuality as an excuse for the purge after the fact. Um, this is, you know, even in Nazi Germany, this is seen as a sort of irregular action, right? I mean, this is a party purge, but that, you know, they're rounding up, for instance, um Uh, Franz von Papen, who is still technically the vice chancellor, Um, they arrest him, they murder some of his close associates. So this is seen as something that needs justification. And so a couple of weeks after the purge, uh, Hitler goes before the Reichstag, before the parliament, which at this point only consists of Nazi deputies, and gives this long rambling speech in which he basically says that the reason for the purge was the homosexuality that had uh you know in his words infested the essay and infested the the stormtroopers and in particular what he said was that uh Rhum had essentially promoted other gay men that there was a cabal of gay men leading the stormtroopers and that they were preparing to launch their own coup or to sort of overthrow the government and install basically a gay state um this is sort of absurd, um, but it drew on longstanding fears about the sort of clickishness cliquishness um, of, of gay men and, and that gay men were sort of naturally drawn to conspiracies. This is very much tied in with the stereotype of gay men and queer people being ideal spies and agents. Um, it links up with... Uh, and I can't remember if we talked about this in an earlier episode, but there was this famed affair in the early 20th century, the Eulenburg affair, essentially, where a progressive newspaper publisher accused a cohort of aristocrats around Kaiser Wilhelm II of all being gay and sort of influencing decision-making. And so there's this long-standing trope about gay cabals, gay conspiracies that this that Hitler's drawing on when he makes this assertion. And so this really marks a shift in Nazi policy towards queer people, towards gay men in particular. And it also marks a sort of inflection point for the career of Heinrich Himmler, who, of course, is the leader of the SS, which is sort of a competing paramilitary unit within the Nazi party. Um, and Himmler, of course, becomes sort of the chief architect of the Holocaust um, later on. So that's sort of a summary of, I think, where, about where we had left off at the last... Um, Perfect. No.